And in today's episode, we'll be speaking to Chad Robert Noble about how he went from low vibe living, doing drugs and his struggles with herpes, and how he transformed his life into high vibe living with a lifestyle of vibrancy and longevity. Hello, Chad. Nice to meet you here today. Hey, Rachel. How are you? Good. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I look forward to hearing about your story. I'm excited to be here. I actually haven't... I mean, I've we've met and I've seen you around, but I don't actually know a lot about your story. So now's time to share it. Sounds good. Yeah. So we'll get right into it then. So... We'll start off, I want to know a little bit about your your schooling. So how did you find school? Yeah, um, the my primary school was pretty good uh, for most of the younger years. I was sort of pretty carefree and relaxed. And uh, But coming up to like six and seven uh, is when the popular kids started noticing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although I didn't have much self-confidence, I guess I was attracted to the confidence, cool kids. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that sort of went through moving to high school a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan of, of high school. I never really liked structured learning and the, the schooling system, to be mm-hmm. honest, I... Uh, I just enjoyed the hands-on classes and obviously yeah. lunch and recess. And <laughs> Who doesn't like favorite those Favourite lessons of the day, right? <laughs> um, Massively, yes. Yeah. And so you mentioned that you weren't overly confident, but you were, your your friendship groups were with the popular kids. Mm. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah. I, I for some reason um, I managed to get into the into the groups, into the popular groups. Oh, <laughs> and what was yeah? <laughs> what meaningless, was... Uh, meaningless in hindsight. Yeah, but at the time, it was the best thing ever. In hindsight, you just think, really? Yeah. But at the time, it means so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess that mean leads into being accepted, doesn't it? If you're cool, it means yeah. you're accepted, and yeah, that was it. Yeah. It was like you, you know, when you're struggling to accept yourself you're seeking outside of yourself and, and mm. what's more accepting than being part of the cool kids yeah exactly mm. and then they're not really that cool anyway when you get older you realize that they were trying to be something they weren't yeah and you're just like they oh were actually just like you yeah. but <laughs> yes. they were more outwardly confident so yes they, they got labeled as the cool kids so interesting isn't it mm. yeah it definitely is yeah it's okay so that sort of frames that part of your life and then um so what sort of people did you attract in your early 20s, like teen, like in your teenage years and your early 20s? Yeah, so um, by that point, I was just a renegade party boy. Um, yeah, so pretty much anyone that wanted to party. Because <laughs> that, that was pretty much my life. I would just go to work and then any of my old time, just go get fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Anyone that wanted to fit into that mould, yeah, come join me and, mm-hmm. yeah, go take some drugs. and. So, so you were very, like, very much a partier but also very in the, like, the drugs and the... Yeah, like, recreationally, I, I mm-hmm. took plenty of drugs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah because, like, back, back then it was just all fun and games. It just seemed like another 
thing like in the crowds that I was like with it was just it was just another thing to have fun mm-hmm. like you can drink you can do drugs you can you know like it's like it was just it was whatever like we never put any nothing ever seemed worse or yeah or better it was just all just like oh how do you want to feel today like, yeah the, and, and the weed as well like you yeah, smoke a lot of weed and yeah massively yeah um into my weed um for yeah a good 10 years i reckon mm. yeah and and during that time because i mean yes we do these things because we want to have fun and mm. you know all that sort of stuff and be cool <laughs> um but what do you remember about yourself talk during that time yeah, I, I I know it wasn't very good because it was like I was so um, self confident and you were or you you were self confident oh, um, not not self confident I wasn't confident I wasn't yeah. confident yeah um, and I had a very overactive mind so I would use weed to numb it and to slow it down mm. but then that compounded my situation of having no confidence because it made me even less confident. Yes. Because then all the paranoia and, and just, um, you know, you're just scared of socialising. and mm. Yeah. So it was just sort of like a spiral, but I, I did it because th- I thought it helped me. And then, um, yeah, it just went on for, for a long time because then you're just, you're addicted to it because then you just yeah, every day. Yeah, it's a spiral. And, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, what, what do you reckon, like, do you remember some words that you used to say to yourself when you were... Um, what you used to tell yourself? No, nothing. Yeah, no, nothing. Um, in particular, but yeah, it would have been. Um, yeah, just you just feel like you're worthless, and um, yeah, yeah. Worthless is probably one of the the bigger the bigger things. Yeah. Um, because you look at all the other people around you being so outward and confident and I just wasn't like that I couldn't I, I would never could be like that and then I smoked heaps of weeds and then it made me even more like how I was um so then I beat myself up about that mm. uh like being like oh why why can't you be like them and why can't you you know be more social and you know all these things mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it was always sort of, yeah, reaching out, not really going in, but reaching out and going, mm. oh, why are they? And, and you know what? These people probably very much were the same as you. Mm. A lot of people can be very outwardly confident and not really confident within. Yeah, I've definitely but, learned that as time goes on. Yeah, um, it would have been a big one. But yeah, at the time, I was always wanting to be someone else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's interesting how when we're young we feel like we need to be someone other than ourselves. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's always someone doing it better than us. Yeah, which yeah. is when you become a little bit older, you realise that that's really not the point at all, and it's not the case. No. So yeah, so <clears throat> how did these self-medicative behaviours? How did they serve you? Do you think? At the time. Um, I believe they served me because it, yeah, it slowed down my mind and, um, I got really, um, 
I got really worked up because I and like my mind would just race with a thousand thoughts a minute mm-hmm. and because a lot of it was negative and um, I guess self-sabotaging and these sorts of things I just wanted to slow it down mm-hmm. but like but for that to work it was like slowing it down to the point of like stupor if you will like mm. um yeah so it's just some sort of like relief it was it was yeah yeah it, you thought all right well this is to giving me temporary of, relief so yeah it's to get out of your head mm-hmm. but then I'll, ironically it keeps you in your head mm. yeah yeah it's funny yeah. how that works yeah. So what do you think, what what were the emotions you feel that were actually underneath that? Like what what do you think that you were really running away from? Yeah, it was just a, like, it's definitely lack of self-love. Um, I had a lot of anger, mm-hmm. um, uh, like frustration and sadness as a, as a kid. Yeah. Um, just from like being in those popular, ki- popular groups, but then always being the one being picked on because I wasn't uh-huh. the outwardly confident one. So yeah. um, there was like heaps of repression around that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess just never. Like voicing like mm. that, never fully being out of voice mm. how then, you felt. Yeah, because even like the times that you did want to speak up, and especially having two older brothers um, and mostly older siblings like you'd speak up as a as the youngest one and they just like dismiss you so mm. then you feel like you can't even you can't speak up there either so mm. like everywhere you go you're just sort of getting shut down um for being you mm. yeah and, and you mentioned um with the brief discussion that we had earlier that there was a point in your life and this sort of leads into now when things start to change on your path and I guess the work that you do now and how the energy within our body, if I mean, we won't get too far into it, but there can be energy blocks within our body um, and that you started to develop uh, tonsillitis. Yeah, so... uh, Like for every three months or something, for a year? Yeah, so it it was, I think it was around like 16, 17 it would have been. Um, and yeah, for, for a year and a half, every three months on the dot, I had tonsillitis, um, which was, yeah, just, um, my body screaming out at me saying there's something wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in my awareness, I just saw it as tonsillitis and Mm. and didn't help smoking as much weight as I did. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so like getting attacked from all angles, but yeah, very, very low immune system. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, it was no wonder that it kept on coming back. Mm. Yeah. yeah. In the end, I just had my tonsils out. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure that got rid of that. But <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop one problem, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so what was the turning point for you and uh, when you said like, all right, enough is enough. I, I can't live the way that I'm living anymore. Um, like feeling flat, my immune system's down. I don't feel confident within myself. I don't feel worthy. Like what was the turning point for you? Um, so there was two pinnacle things that sort of changed the way I lived. 
um, one when I got herpes, uh, and when I learned that the only way to, or at the time, what I was told is the way that you help that is by getting good sleep, reducing your stress, better diet, like essentially being in your optimal state of health. Um, so I started doing some changes around my diet and, and trying to get sleep, although I, you know, continued partying and taking drugs and stuff for a little while longer. But then, then it was about when I was 20, 27, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And, um, I ignored the signs for long enough and, um, my whole life came crashing down around me and I, um, left my house with all my housemates, lost all my friends, mm. lost my girlfriend, uh, moved back into my parents and as if like everything, everything went away. It was Whoa. like, that was like my rock bottom. Well, what, um, what, what made that happen? Some very poor decisions on my behalf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, my, my ego got above me and, okay. yeah. um, yeah, everything got on top of me and I just managed to cl- crumble everything from the, from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like, you know, lying, uh, in my bed at my, um, at my mum's house, sort of just thinking like, how, how am I here? Like what? Like, mm. I have to, I have to build everything. Like I have to get everything like back somehow. Um, and the only stable thing in my life at that point was my job. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was okay. But, um, yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely the lesson. Um, and it was the reset button. Yeah. That's what it was for me because as I said, like I had all these lessons throughout my life, like getting herpes and getting tonsillitis and certain things that have like dotted through my life, like calling me to wake up. But you yeah. know, when they're not like a sign saying, yeah. wake up, like we don't <laughs> listen, right? Like we, we can't decipher these signs. So yeah, I, I stayed on that self-destructive path for quite some time. Yeah. It was fun. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like I had a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, after that, I was like, right. Um, mm. And I do, I remember this, I remember this distinct conversation that I was having with my homeopath one time. And um, yeah, I've worked with homeopaths since I was young because my mum was a homeopath as well. But yeah, um, yeah, she said to me, you have, you have to make a choice now. Mm-hmm. I cannot help you anymore if you continue to take drugs. Yeah. Because we've been doing this back and forwards of like, I'll take drugs and then I'll detox it from my okay. system and then I'll take drugs and I'll detox it from my system. And then it was sort of like, I guess it, I guess it seemed like a bit of a game. Like, ah, oh, now I have this magical thing that can like bounce me back. But really I was just still in this like low state anyway, because mm-hmm. you're either constantly, you're either on something or detoxing. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember that so clearly um yeah her saying like 
you now have to make the decision. And that was that was pretty much when I made that decision. Mm. I think it was probably I still teetered for a little couple of weeks longer, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that, and then that was it. That was it. Like I had everything come crashing down around me, and then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like off off everything. Like I've lost. I've lost. I've lost everything. So you know, there's no. There's no going back. There's not even anyone to party with anymore. So <laughs> what's the point? Like, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So sort of yeah, reset. And I guess a lot of people have those in different ways. Mm. Some go through breakups. Some have huge awakenings. Yeah. Some have death. Yeah. You know, there's so many different ways of having that reset button. Um, yeah, this is it. Yeah, and you have a choice when that reset button happens. Mm. It's like. Yeah, you can choose. It is mm. your choice in that moment whether you keep going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. Or you go, all right, this is time for a new beginning. So That's it, because each time the, the lessons get louder and louder. Yes, So very I, I much. can't imagine what the lesson would have been if I didn't listen to that one. Yeah, yeah, such a good point. Mm. Um. So I, do you believe that that may have been when you started to become more self-aware? So I'd actually become uh, more self-aware bef- before that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I was sitting with one of my other homeopaths and I remember coming in and having a like, conversation with her about it, um, just about this newfound awareness and like, it's like, oh my God, everything seems so clear and I can't believe people don't understand and blah, 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 blah. You know, the, what, I, what I assume are normal feelings when people like sort of wake up a bit. But I guess like after that, um, that was a bit earlier in my 20s mm. or sort of around, um, yeah, early to mid-20s. But yeah, at that 27 point when I sort of lost everything, that's when I really flipped the switch and I'm like, and then move, started moving into like looking after myself, yeah. and then I guess that was when it started like really accelerating, yeah, in into that path to the higher vibe, mm, into the, the high vibe, yeah. yeah, yeah, into the higher vibration, yeah, um, because I guess all the other stuff was a lot more in the lower vibrational, yeah, absolutely, realm, if yeah. we're going to talk in terms of energy, but mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not get too deep on here, yeah, <laughs> um. So, yeah, it would be interesting to know, like, as you are now and where you're at. Um, I might just get you to explain, actually, before we get into the other questions. What do you do? What do I do? Now? Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a coach and mentor, to, to put it in a, a simple label. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm really... I'm passionate about two things, but one thing really. Mm-hmm. People being in their like ultimate state of health. Yeah. Optimum state. Optimum state of health. Yeah. Um, and the the sub bracket of that is helping people with um, like viruses, like herpes and stuff like mm-hmm. that, because that was uh, the major piece in why I've ended up where I am. Yeah. Because I've spent the past 10 years, like, 
traveling the world and going to see people and doing this and doing that, trying to mm-hmm. cure this thing. Um, but in that, I've found the best ways to optimize your health mm-hmm. and your lifestyle though. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, like that's coming at it from that holistic point of, you know, we're not just this body yeah. we're our mind, we're our emotions. And yes, we have a spirit. Um, yeah. So like bringing health into all those layers. Yeah. And that's where I see like high vibe health and living coming into it because you, yeah. by that point you've, you've cultivated this, uh, lifestyle and healing. So you, um, yeah. That's now just a, a practice, a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what better way to do something where you've literally gone through it and embodied it yourself. Mm. Like yeah. I think about what I do now and how much of it I have embodied. And that's the only reason why I can actually be a mentor. Mm. Like, <laughs> cause it's almost like taking someone's hand and saying, Hey, I've been on this journey. Yeah. And, and it's a little bit like the podcast too, you know, like, yeah. Everyone that I have on here has been on a journey that has gotten them to where they are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting what gets us there. But then how we use it mm. to then help others, which is the most powerful, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so, so as you are now, if you were to – if your teenage self was to knock on the door mm. and look at you – and look at you with those sad, unapproved eyes. It'd be very interesting to know what you would say to him. So I'm just wondering if you could share, um, yeah, a little bit about what you would probably want to say. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely a couple of things that I would uh Drop on him. Not probably. Actually, want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to tell him. Yes. Um, first of all, that you were loved. Most of all. Um, yeah, that, and to not, not take your health for granted. Mm-hmm. Because it's all we've got. <laughs> yeah. And and like. The, the more I learn about it, it's like we we all think it's great that we can abuse our, our bodies and ourselves when we're young because our bodies can handle it, but that's that's really when we need to be looking after it the most. Yeah. Because that's what, like, because these days I I look at things that look at health as longevity and yeah. how, how to make your practices for longevity. Mm. So if I could tell younger Chad... Mm. to yeah love himself not worry about what other people think and start taking care of himself instead yeah because it's much more fun yeah yeah and once once you have once you cultivate a lifestyle that that works for you it's not a it's 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 no longer that chore of mm. going to the gym or eating that food or yes. whatever else. It's now just something fun and integrated that you just do because you love doing it. And it's, and it's 
just a lifestyle to enjoy. Yeah, I love that. Mm. It's definitely the way I'm heading at the moment. Yeah. And the, um, I think when you're young as well, like you have this, I'm invincible one mm. and I'm never going to get older and I'm never going to have sore bones and whatever these old people talking about. And then you get a bit old and you're like, oh, yeah, that hurt a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, I think you realise that as you get a bit older. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So to all the teenagers and adults that are listening out there right now, what advice would you give them about high vibe living? And what does high vibe mean to you? Mm. To the teenagers, don't take things for granted and start now. Mm. To the adults, it's okay. You can re- you can you can undo what you've done. I've yeah. done it myself. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no point that you get to that if you put enough effort into you can't get back from. Mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough. That's really powerful. Yeah. And no point that you can't come back from. Mm. You just gotta have enough will and dedication. Yeah. Yeah. But high vibe living is is yeah, the word living in it is because that's where you've got to live. It's not, yeah. it's not, oh, yeah, I go do Bikram on the weekend. Like, that's not high vibe living. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm vegan now. Like, it, that, that's like, it's, it's a cultivated practice that now your lifestyle represents how you want your health to be. Yes. In, and embodied in all areas, like everything you do is about, optimizing i don't even like that word that much but um (laughs) you can use it that's fine making this body the best it can be yeah like i'm i'm all about like bringing it back to its normal functions because that's all we've done over the years is bring it out of balance yeah so all you all i see it as is bringing yourself back into balance and then maintaining that Mm mm-hmm and once you've gone through the mental, the emotional, the physical and the spiritual, then everything's in alignment. Yeah. Yeah. And everything just like run runs off itself because your your body with its mind, its heart, its stomach, like its gut, is literally the most intelligent thing on the planet. Mm. Literally the most intelligent thing. Yeah. And when when it is in when it's in its optimal state then it runs itself. Yeah. We just always bring it out of its optimal state. Yeah. And then we reach outside of ourselves mm-hmm. to, to fix it. But just bring it back into balance. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Mm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, is there anything that you would like to add from today's conversation or anything else that you would like to reiterate um yeah just yeah really just like love yourself stop worrying what other people think because it really doesn't matter you're the only one that you need to worry about and yeah you can you can always come back from anywhere you've been Mm. I thought I would never come back from where I was yeah. when my life crashed around me. 
Yeah. But there's always a way back. Yeah. And there's and there's always a way, but find and if you have the right intention, you'll find the right people. Mm. Don't Most definitely. Don't go for the quick fix. Yes. There's no such thing as a quick fix. If you want high vibe, you it's it's a long it's a long term process, but it's a fun process. Mm. It doesn't have to be Yeah. It can certainly be fun. It can be fun. It can be like this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that's awesome. Well thank you so much for joining today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's amazing. <laughs>